Good morning. Today is Thursday, January 14th, 2021. Yesterday we discussed the way in which following the lunar cycle is an expression of the story of Exodus and the theme of Exodus and the reason that that story and theme is inserted as a model for our history, the way we should make mark time and the way that we organize our lives in order to be in constant reminder, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, just a horse throat, in constant reminder of the theme of exile leading to redemption, back to exile leading to redemption, like the cycles of the moon, it gets smaller and smaller, it appears and it's disappeared, but then it comes back. And that cycle is a metaphor for the history of the Jewish people, and it can be a metaphor for our lives. And so the question is, given that, why do we say Hallel on Rosh Chodesh? Now, this is a subject I touched on a while ago, but in a different context. But the question is, Rosh Chodesh is not a holiday. Rosh Chodesh is just the day that tells us when the next holiday is going to be. So, for example, uh, Pesach, we say Hallel. On Rosh Chodesh, we simply know which day is going to be Pesach. Why should Rosh Chodesh be deserving of Hallel, which after all is a song of praise? Nothing praiseworthy really happened on Rosh Chodesh. It's just the mechanical day that we learn when the next holiday is coming. So this is an answer I heard from Rabbi Yisrael Reisman. And it goes like this. We discussed Hallel in the Talmud and the way it was derived, the difference between Hallel on a holiday and Hallel on Rosh Chodesh. Let's leave that to the side. But the Talmud also says, that saying Hallel on Rosh Chodesh did not apply while the Beit HaMikdash was standing. While the Holy Temple was standing in Jerusalem, there was no Hallel on Rosh Chodesh. It was only after it was destroyed. Hallel on Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh is a Golus phenomenon. It is a phenomenon of exile. And the lesson is as follows. When we are in exile, when we are in the dark and we are persecuted and we are flung to the four corners of the earth, it's difficult <laughs> sometimes to get through life. Certainly as a Jew, it can be difficult. The expulsion from Spain, we talked about it yesterday. The Holocaust, God forbid. The terrible dangers in Israel from time to time, God forbid. <clears throat> How do we get through it? The way we get through it is to remember the following, that no matter how dark it is, no matter how dark the night, the darkness holds within it the seeds of the coming light. 
the disappearance of the moon holds within it the seed of the growing of the moon until it is full. The darknesses in history, like the experience in Egypt, that experience held within it the seeds that grew to become Exodus, Torah Sinai, entering the land of Israel. The reason Hallel is said on Rosh Chodesh is because Rosh Chodesh during the exile is our guide for how to be able to achieve simcha, joy, in Galus, in exile. One might have thought it's impossible. Actually, when the temple was destroyed, there was one opinion that said, no more wine, that's it, no more wine. As long as we're in exile, maybe he didn't realize this is going to be 2,000 years. Okay, no more wine. That's it. It's, it's inappropriate. There's no way to laugh, to joy. No, 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 that's it. Until Mashiach comes, no enjoyment, no singing, no singing. <coughs> no singing is an opinion in the Talmud. No singing from the time of the destruction of the Talmud up until today. No singing. You're not allowed to sing. How do we sing? How do we have a glass of wine? How do we achieve Simcha in our lives? By Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is what reminds us, not because it's tied to the next holiday that comes up, but because of the message that it tells us to follow the lunar calendar. And that message is, yes, it will be dark. Yes, there will be difficult periods, but those periods will always hold the seeds to the next period of greatness of growth, of beauty. And that's why in Gullus, in exile specifically, our rabbis gave us the custom to say Hallel on Rosh Chodesh, to give us the insight how to be able to celebrate. I shared this story with some of you before, but it bears repeating. It's a great story that I heard from Rabbi Melech Biederman. There was a man <clears throat> a very, very wealthy man. <clears throat> Not so smart, but very, very wealthy. And he had a home with a very large property. And one day he sees that there are soldiers training in a field on his property. He doesn't mind. He's happy that the soldiers are training there. But he goes over to watch. It's kind of interesting. Soldiers are training on his property. So he goes over to watch and he sees the soldiers are jumping over deep ditches. They're climbing steep hills. They're crawling, crawling under deep fences underground and they're working so hard. They're schwitzing so much effort. They're working so hard and Nebuch, he feels bad for these poor soldiers. They're struggling. They're working so hard. So he goes to the commander and he says to him, you know, I own this land. I'm happy to have you training your soldiers here, but you also may know I'm a very, very wealthy man. And I see these soldiers. They're working so hard. They're struggling so hard. Here's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a huge sum of money. 
And I want you to hire people, as many people as you need, to fill up the ditches, to level down the hills, to remove the fences, and to all the to remove all the obstacles so these soldiers won't have to work so hard. Nebuchadnezzar soldiers are working so hard. Make the hill a little smaller. Make the ditch a little less. Make the fences go down. I'll hire whoever you need. Just make it easier for these soldiers. The commander says, Sir, if you're willing to give me a very large sum of money, I would take it with gratitude. And I would use it to dig deeper ditches. I would use it to build higher mountains. I would use it to build more fences and more obstacles because the entire purpose of training is to learn how to overcome the obstacles. If it was smooth and easy, it would serve no purpose. We need the obstacles because that's what gives us the ability to get to the next stage. That is the pattern God teaches us by his example of creating the world where first he retreats, as we discussed yesterday, Tzimtzum, he exiles himself in order to make space for creation. And that's the pattern in our history. Exile to redemption, persecution to freedom, darkness to light. That is the pattern of our history set in motion in the book of Shemos, the book of Exodus. And that is also truly the pattern in our lives. Saying Hallel on Rosh Chodesh, especially now, has such deep meaning and should be an inspiration for every one of us of how we are navigating these times. My friends, I wish you a happy Rosh Chodesh, a wonderful day, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.